0: let's talk about movies this is kenny for my brain
1: if you want to talk movies well guess what we on the same thing. you gotta watch 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 this podcast hey everybody welcome you have to watch this podcast i'm alan i'm ryan and Devin sadly could not make it here today. He lit the black flame candle, and left town. So we were <laughs> so he left us here alone to talk about the sequel to the 1993 Disney film Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus two. They really thought outside the box on that title, guys. Um,
0: How original! <laughs> yeah.
1: But before we get into that, before we talk about. This is breaking our format a little bit. This is a movie that none of us had seen because it just came out. Um, Before we get into that, we talk about things that we have watched in pop culture that that are new this week. Um, And I don't have a show or anything. It's been a pretty crazy week on my end. But I did think we should talk about the new Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer. Um, this, I've only seen this trailer once. I meant to watch it again before the podcast, but Ryan, you just watched this trailer for the first time. Yes, I did. What did you think of the new Black Panther trailer?
0: This is the first Marvel trailer since Endgame that actually made me interested in the movie. Okay. (laughs) So I'm, I'm finally there to where my interest is starting to get sparked again.
1: Yeah. There's a lot going on in this movie from the looks of it. Because not only do you have Namor coming in from Atlantis, um, and somebody like you in the the morning of T'Challa and Chadwick Boseman, and mm-hmm. the tributes to him, but you also have Ironheart in here, you have a new Black Panther, uh, you have Bilbo Baggins is back, <laughs> um, so there's there's a lot going on here. I'm, I'm trying to get comfortable in my chair, um. I'm really excited for this movie. I still, I don't, who do you, okay. Let's, let's speculate here for a minute. Who do you think is in the black Panther suit? His sister. You think it's his sister?
0: I, it makes the most sense to me.
1: Okay. Um, I think she's going to be in it for a little bit. I don't think it's going to be her by the end of the movie though. Yeah. I think it's going to be Lupita Nyong'o's character. Um, and she's on the screen right now. I forget her character's name. Nakia, I think. Okay. Uh, I think she's going to be the Black Panther.
0: Well, they have been really focusing on her. Yeah. If she's the one I'm thinking of, they have been really focused. She was the one that showed up in, uh, uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon, that series. No, no. Uh,
1: that's a Koye. That's okay. the... That's his, his security bodyguard. guard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I'm really excited to see how they bring in Namor and uh, mut- mutants into the MCU because he's the first mutant in the comics, and it sounds like he's going to be the first official mutant in the MCU as well. So yeah. this this is going to be a fun way to uh, – or uh, it's going to be a good way to end phase. Five. what are we in phase four we're in phase four i yeah we're in phase four
0: <laughs> i go to you for stuff like that i yeah. go to you for stuff.
1: <laughs> there so there's so many phases and so many things are getting announced like like last week on the show when we learned about deadpool 3 bringing back yeah. hugh jackman um there's just so much coming coming out of the mcu now um but yeah i'm excited for this i have not bought my tickets yet but i will most likely be seeing this in either screen x or 4dx so Yeah, okay. That, that's all I've got. Um, it's been like I said, it's been a crazy week. I'm going to be able to get caught up on stuff tomorrow when I'm on my train to New York City. Yeah. So, uh, Ryan, what have you watched recently that you want to talk about a bit?
0: Uh, Dahmer. I, the 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 the, the, the new uh the new the Netflix series uh that's on it. I have watched documentaries about Dahmer. I have watched several other things about him as much as I have other people who've done the things that he's done. Mm -hmm. Like I've always been kind of interested in this stuff, but I'm not like obsessed with it. And I really, the big thing I'm going to say first before anything else is I like in this, I like in this series that they show him for the monster that he was and I'm happy that they're not like glamorizing him like these things usually tend to do with serial killers. Um mm-hmm. they're actually showing, you know, not just his life and his childhood, but they're also showing the people he interacted with, their childhoods. They're focusing on like his next-door neighbor in the apartment complex he lived in. They're focusing on some of his victims and like their childhood and their families and 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 how his actions affected them. and as for and as for everyone is praising the actor who plays Dahmer in this, there are other people playing like family members and neighbors of his that are doing a that are doing even a better job than he is for their own characters um, okay. I would say for anyone who has issues with the whole concept of like making these types of series about people like this episode seven is probably a good place to just, if you're interested, but you don't want to like deal with a lot of the stuff that, you know, I guess political aspect of this episode seven is a good place to go first.
1: Yeah. I, I've, the things I've seen from this have mostly been memes yeah um i have no desire to watch this um evan peters i think is the main actor i'm sure he does a great performance and i'm sure like if anything i might check out that episode you just recommended but yeah beyond that there's really nothing in the like i don't think there's really anything in this for me
0: no and that's fine i mean this is like Kristen watches like true crime stuff Mm -hmm. 24 7 almost I can't stomach it. Yeah. Uh, Because, and it's weird. Like, I, I can't stomach the actual documentaries about actual true crime because it just, it gets to me. Stuff like this is easier for me to consume yeah, than, like, an actual, like, 2020 or 48 hours. It's easier for me to consume this to kind of understand what you know, happened than it is for me to watch interviews of like actual family members because that would get to me to the point where I can't watch it. This puts it in a realm that I can actually kind of like see what's going on. And they show all of, all of the moments that he could have been stopped. And all of the moments he could have been caught and 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 where negligence prevented that from happening. Yeah. And they're and and they're putting a magnifying glass on that, and that's episode seven. Episode seven does deals directly, w- w- uh, deals directly w- w- with his neighbor and what she went through dealing with him.
1: Okay. Um. So what? What is your opinion on something like unsolved mysteries?
0: That's the. That was back when we were kids, like the scary yeah. intro,
1: the <laughs> scary intro. Yeah, but they have. Yeah they brought the show back. So have you watched yeah. stuff like that? Cause that's like, a little bit of true crime and they get the interviews so that's to do the reenactments.
0: Yeah. Well, it, it, the thing is like, to me, it's every now and then Kristen will come across one of these like 48 hour episodes and she'll mm-hmm. tell me about it. And if, and if it sparks my interest, I'll watch it, but I just can't watch the stuff nonstop yeah. back to back end to end because I like, I know these horrible things happen. I'm I know that these kind of people exist. I'm I'm already aware of it and I'm already depressed about it. I don't yeah. need it to be amp I don't need that message to be amplified anymore. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, but I mean I liked it when I was a kid. Like I loved the unsolved mystery show as a kid.
1: If you haven't watched the new one on Netflix, I highly recommend the first two seasons of it. The third season starts up in a week or two. Okay. Uh, with new episodes. So I highly recommend that on there. And that does it, like
0: UFO stuff and like Bigfoot too, right? It's not yeah. just like true yeah. Okay, no, yeah. <laughs> there's definitely a
1: UFO episode <laughs> in the new stuff. Okay. Uh but a lot of it is like uh disappearances and murders and all of that, but Yeah. Dude, uh, for, for me for like... me the the, inter- the the mystery is the intriguing part like like to make yeah. me watch it. Cuz I'm not yeah. huge on true crime either.
0: Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff that I've looked up that's bad, That's that they do things and and they show things in the show that, like, even though I've seen a few documentaries on the whole Dahmer thing, that I didn't know about and I wasn't aware of. And Mm -hmm. then, like, Kristen and I would pause it and then we Google it real quick. Like, did this actually happen? Like, did this (laughs) person, you know, like, did did he actually do something like this? And then we'd look it up and be like, yeah, no, he did. (laughs) So you know it's there's little things there that they're showing like the nitty gritty of everything yeah so like so so like there's no stone unturned it's just yeah like there were so many moments that he could have been stopped and by negligence from everybody from members of his own family to the police force in the city that that, that he lived in like he could have been stopped years ahead of time
1: yeah All right. Well, on that note, let's talk about a Disney movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tonight's main topic is the sequel to, like we said at the top of the show, the sequel to the 1993 Disney film Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus 2, starring Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy and Jimmy. Um, We're going to go into this spoiler free, I think, for a little bit. Just in case okay. anyone at home hasn't seen the movie yet, it's available to stream on Disney+. Plus. So go check that out and then come back afterwards. And uh, we'll make sure we'll put our spoiler alert up when we get into spoilers. But, Ryan, you and I saw each other earlier in the day. And you said yeah. something a little bit ominous <laughs> uh, that I let go because I was saving it for tonight. Um, what did you think in general about Hocus Pocus 2?
0: It's not for me.
1: It's not okay, for me. <laughs> that is fair. Um, did you enjoy it, even though it's not for you? Because it could be not for you, and you could still find it enjoyable.
0: There were there were moments that there were moments in this that 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 that, that, that are enjoyable. There are performance in this that are enjoyable. There are other moments in this movie that completely just, like, I go into movies as open-minded as possible. It takes a lot for me. A movie has to do a lot to get me out of it, because I already go into every movie going, okay, this is fictional storytelling, The, the, the director, producers can do whatever they want, it's fine. But there are certain things that this movie does that I just can't like not notice and makes my teeth grind.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Um, yeah, I, I overall, I enjoyed this film. Is it Good. perfect? No, is it, <laughs> is it everything I wanted from this sequel to be? No. Is it everything I expected it to be? Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: that's telling
1: telling. (laughs) I I think that where the film is strongest is in the performances of the Sanderson sisters I think all three actresses bring their a game to this uh, and the chemistry between the three of them is still there and it works and I think that's the strongest asset of the film outside of uh, Billy Butcher, or outside of I want to say Billy Butcher, Billy Butcherson. Yes. Um, I keep getting him confused with the boys. Billy, B- Billy Butcher. <laughs> um, Doug Jones returns in this. And I think he, yeah. Doug Jones is great in anything he's in. So, uh, I think where this film, where I, I struggle to enjoy this film, parts of it. The first Hocus Pocus it leans really into the – like it doesn't really lean, but it, it leans more into, like, the occult, like, yeah. the the uh, darkness of the black flame candle and a virgin having to light it. And, like, it doesn't take itself to it, – it doesn't make it seem silly. Yeah. This one, it kind of – they kind of make it seem silly. And it doesn't work as well for me because when, you, when you're cracking jokes, like, what's a virgin – Uh, like it's like I, I think they make the same joke in the first one, but it doesn't. It doesn't feel as forced there. And here it just felt forced.
0: Yeah, I the in in the first one the little sister, Mm -hmm. like she makes a comment to let you know that she knows what it means without her actually admitting that yeah which the, the, the original the original one was good at balancing between like a kid's movie with a mature storyline going through it yeah this one was just a kid's movie based on a 20 year old movie exactly or or a 30 year old movie at this point actually
1: don't say that <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah and I I think that's absolutely correct Um, but I also think that part of me wonders what Bette Midler Kathy the Jimmy and Sarah Jessica Parker think everyone liked the movie for because I I mean sure the Sanders and and sisters are great but I don't think that's what everyone loves about that first movie I think there's a lot more to it I think uh, you you can't bring back some of the other elements people like like Binks the cat as banks yeah. moves on to the afterlife at the end of the first one. So you can't bring him back logically. Yeah. Um, but I think it would have been nice for this film to address the characters that we got to know in that first one. Uh, yes. maybe... yeah. Yeah. So, and I knew they weren't going to be in it because when I saw Omri Katz, Vanessa Shaw and Jason Marsden at creature feature a few weeks ago, they flat out said, yeah, we're not, we're not involved we weren't asked back. And I think that's a missed opportunity. I think they could have definitely at least made cameo appearances in this. Um yeah.
0: But... Yeah, there's Kristen's been really on a warpath about this, I'm going to admit. She hates it a lot more than I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like with a passion. In fact, actually, she's I should say that like m- m- my wife and I are huge fans of the first one. In fact, I asked her. I was like, "Is there anything witchy that I could wear for like the show tonight?" And she was like, "Well, I have a sweater." And I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll wear it." And then she told sure me enough. that I had to say that I was wearing my wife's sweater, but it's the Sanderson sisters and Banks, and I put a spell on you. Um, yeah, like I love the first one, um, but there's been a lot of stuff that she's been looking up about the director uh, and the producer and answers they've given in interviews about this and even interviews with other like uh like the little sister from the first one yeah she was approached for a role in this one and she was going to be like a main character she was going to be a teacher at the high school that the yeah she she, she was going to be a teacher at at the high school and but like they had three different storylines lined up with her, but by the time they got around to scheduling filming, she was already committed to a different project. So they had to go a different route. And the director said in an interview that um and this is his words. Um he said that he's been seeing a lot of people saying that these people should have at you know, that you know, that like Act, you know, that like characters X, Y, or Z should have at least been in the background of a scene or done a cameo. But at the same time, are these people really going to be satisfied with that? No. So it's either, so, so it's either these people are given front, you know, you know, like front seat roles in the film or they're not in it at all. Like that was his mindset going into this. And I have a feeling if the thing with the actress who played the little sister would have worked out, I have a feeling we would have seen a lot more cameos of older characters coming back. But the fact that they couldn't get her for it, I think that's what they were like, okay, well, if we can't get her for it, then we're just going
1: to do yeah. it with new people. Yeah, and we'll, we'll get into this in spoilers, but I, I feel like there's still potential for to see them in the future and other things. And I'll, I'll get it. I'll get into more detail with that after we get into spoilers. Um, out of the new characters, though, I I didn't hate the the new kids in this. I think their story yeah. made a lot of sense for the story they were telling here. Uh, the first film is a lot about the love between brothers and sisters. This one is more about just the love between sisters and whether them whether they be related or just friends like it's it's about that connect that connection between uh those three girls and how the there there's been a strain between the, the between the two of them in the, in the the mayor's daughter and i think that the film does a good job of addressing that story and i think it, i enjoyed that story um, what I preferred to see Max Dennison again, sure, but I like the story that they told here. I don't think mm-hmm. it's, I think it worked well with the story they they were telling with the Sanderson sisters as well.
0: Yeah, and it they did a good parallel between the the the, the between the two groups. Um, yeah, I, none of my complaints have to, have to do with the. None of my complaints have to do with their characters. None of my complaints really have anything to do with the Sanderson sisters. So, I mean, to me, that was really the two strongest storylines was with the Sanderson sisters and with the group of friends. Um, Even when you throw in the mayor and the dad, which that was borderline ridiculous. To be honest.
1: So from you talking about Thora Birch being approached and having to back out, I yeah. feel like a lot of his stuff took up her time that they had to fill. And yeah, God bless Tony Hale. Don't know if it worked in this
0: movie. <laughs> I, I think
1: it would have yeah. worked better for me if there was a because they they tease a super mat, supernatural element to his character in the in the present, and then it doesn't go anywhere. So I was like, oh well, that that's a missed opportunity. I think that would have been a lot better. Um,
0: you're you're gonna have to explain that one to me because I think I missed something there. Then
1: yeah. Um, do do we just want to get into spoilers?
0: I think at this point we should. Yeah. I mean, right. I mean, my overall non-spoiler like thing is, if your kids want to see it, great. Are you? And you're not gonna absolutely hate it. And if your kids like it, it's great. You can show them the first one after, you know, you watch the second one. Like, it's not horrible to watch. It's just.
1: I, yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you brought up showing kids the first one and then the second one, because I have a story to tell. Uh, my sister showed my niece the first one again. She had seen it before, but she showed her the first one before the second one. So I was aware they were watching it around the same time we were. Yeah. So, I, so I messaged my sister. What'd you think? She's like, I liked it. I liked that new song, too. I was like, the new song? She's like, yeah, the one they sing at the end. The Elton John song. She's like, that's an Elton John song? I was like, yes. Yes, it is. And I sent her the bitches back. Yeah. And she's like, I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> so... That made me chuckle. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the the mayor thing. Uh, mm-hmm. so the film opens in old-timey Salem uh, 400 years ago I think it is. is 300, like 300
0: like 6 it, it was like 1652 1649 yeah. something around so, those years.
1: back then Tony Hale plays the 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 minister. Yeah. And then they show him again in the future playing his descendant. I really expected them to just have him be the same character and be like a vampire or something.
0: Oh, I didn't even see. I just saw him as being a descendant. Like, that's Uh, seriously it. (laughs) Seriously.
1: (laughs) Because the thing this film really. The one thing about this film is it doesn't have a villain. It does it's, what Disney's yeah. been doing recently and makes you sympathize with the vil- with, with the the evil characters, the villains. So, like, I wouldn't even say the Sanderson sisters are the villains of this because they're the main characters. Like, it's two adjacent stories. And you have several setups of potential villains for this, whether it be the mayor or uh, the, the shop clerk who builds the black candle, black flame candles. Or, um, uh, I'm blanking on her name, Rebecca from Ted Lasso. Oh, gotcha. Uh, her character from the beginning. Yeah. You have three setups of characters that could be villains in this and you don't touch any of them. You just decide to make the, the Sanderson sisters, the villains, but sympathetic villains. And I think that's fine but i'm just getting so tired of hear of the sympathetic villain from disney
0: well me it's not even getting tired of the sympathetic you know villain from disney to me they're caricatures they they are they are a hollowed out candy shell of the characters they were in the first one and reason being is that in the first movie they open up with with you know with them Eating the soul of Bink's sister, you literally see that on screen. It happens, yeah. and and they show her there slumped over in her chair. They show her dead, like flat out. Disney did that in ni- um in nineteen ninety three. There is a dead little sister on screen, and then they show them getting hanged, and they kind of showed that in like a flashback, in uh in the second one, but they cut away from a lot of that, and. Mm-hmm that's where this movie to me loses as I feel as a kid or a kid watching this. The opening of the first one gives it stakes. Like, these witches don't just talk about, you know, eating kids. They do. And you've yeah. seen that. And so there's stakes and there's real terror and there's real, you know, fear there for the characters. In this, they're relying on that in the first one to hopefully make you feel the same way. And personally, all of that goes out the window as soon as they start doing their little dance routine, when they pop out of the ground.
1: I'm a, I, I have mixed feelings on that because yes, them singing and dancing to the witch's back when they first arrive is jarring, but then they use it as a jump scare. Like, why are they singing? Who are they singing for? For you. And like I I like that. Like I like that that's how they're teasing these teenagers.
0: It to, to me like the that whole like jump scare thing like like I like the progression of the characters. I like the progression of the Sanderson sisters as sisters. Yeah. And going to where they start at the start of this movie to where they end up at the end of the movie. That's what I like about their storyline, the way that they were, you know, like they have their reveal in the movie. I absolutely hate it from when they pop out of the ground to when the, the teen girls finally get away. Like every single moment of that to me was just like, this is exactly how I felt after watching the trailer. Like, and I was so afraid the rest of the movie, but it got better. It got better. And so
1: that's
0: like I said, I, I mean, I like their performances and the rest of it. I just, there were moments like that where, where I grinded my teeth.
1: Okay. Yeah. There, There's a lot that I liked about what they did with the Sanderson sisters, though. Like, I think my favorite yeah. joke in this whole thing is they leave the, the Walgreens and they need, they need brooms because they're witches. So they do the same gag that they did in the last one winifred has got got the broom, Sarah's got the Swiffer wet jet, and this time Mary's riding on two Roomba's. It, I I I found that hysterical. And I, I think did
0: too at first.
1: I did. It made like I never like we talk a bit of, a lot about Chekhov's gun and like if you show something it's going to come into play later. Yeah. I never expected Chekhov's Roombas to we'll come Chekhov's into play. Roombas. Yeah.
0: My my thing with that was, like, I thought it was funny. I thought it was goofy. And then, again, this gets into, like, for some reason, certain things just make me go off and, like, throw me out of the movie. When she goes, oh, I'm surfing, kawabunga. When she made that comment, I just, again, I roll, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I understand I understand that it's supposed to be goofy. I understand it's supposed to be ridiculous. That's her character. I get it. But... Like, that's when I was like, "Mm, okay, the Roombas... uh, Yeah, yeah, I I don't know. But, I mean, it was funny, because, again, she she had the vacuum in the first one. So, it's a natural progression that it would be Roombas. Like, that just makes sense. And I like how they used them. It wasn't just sight gag. It was actually part of the storyline. Because yeah. they come up later, because they follow her around like dogs, mm-hmm. which is the funny part.
1: Yeah, um, one of the the one one of the things that we noticed, or my wife noticed when we watched this, was Sarah's costume uh, seems to be a little bit different. Like I don't remember her showing off her legs in the first one at all, but there was a lot of Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker's legs in this, and it just felt weird.
0: I feel like, well, if you watch the first one, which yeah. I did twice the past week, because I really like the movie. Um, you see a lot of Sarah, you see a lot of her chest in the first one. Yeah. A lot. In different camera angles. Mm-hmm. A lot. Like they were like, hey, let's make this kid movie and give something to the uh, part of the audience that likes this type of stuff. And they did that. They didn't do that a lot at this one. So instead of no, showing off the Disney chest. Plus. Yeah. So instead of doing the chest, they did the legs. Because in the first one, yeah, there was a little legs, but it wasn't that high cut. The dress yeah. was not that high cut up. Um and I feel like that's why they did that. That's I because she's supposed to be like you've got the three witches. You've got like the super powerful witch. You're and then you have, like, the goofy witch. And then you're supposed to have, like, the seductive witch. And that's mm-hmm. Sarah Jessica Parker. That's yeah. her character. So they were trying to keep that rolling with it as much as they could. I just don't understand why they made it look like she was wearing, like, uh, uh, why they had to make it, like, make her look emo. Like, they put so much black eye, like ridiculously yeah. amount of black eyeliner. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh,
1: I, I think that was to set up her uh, spinoff show on Disney Plus that's coming out soon. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah, Hex in the City.
0: Uh, oh my God. No, you're not serious. Okay, thank no. God. <laughs> I just wanted to make
1: that joke. Uh, and I think that was a good one. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, what else do we want to talk about with Hocus Pocus 2?
0: Okay, so... Uh, the guy that runs the, uh, the, the, uh, the, like, Sanderson sister store. Yeah. Like thing. Gilbert. Gilbert. I partly love his character and hate his character at the same time. I like his character being, like, the knowledgeable one that knows everything about Mm -hmm. the Sanderson sisters. I really, really, really enjoy his background, being that he was one of the kids... that you know that was like trick-or-treating that night what i don't like uh i like the part that the first thing that put a bad taste in my mouth about this movie was in the trailer when he looks at billy and yells zombie
1: i didn't see the trailer so i can't speak to that
0: okay so he yells zombie and then, Billy, and then Billy goes, no, but I'm a good zombie. And I'm like, yes, I understand that that's kind of what he is. But yeah. he's n- not, like, instead of saying I'm a good zombie, he's just say I'm not a zombie or something like that. Because he's, I mean, he, he technically is, but he's not. Like, he doesn't need to eat flesh. He doesn't need to do the normal zombie things. He's just a corpse that's become alive again. Like... The Russian dead guy that Deadpool digs up in the first one. Yeah. Like that type of like coming my, back to life. My
1: issue with the the uh, Gilbert character is it doesn't. It feels like they wanted to go one way with him and make him like a sympathetic bad guy. Or they could have gone or they wanted to go the complete other way and make him the, the villain of this whole thing. And then they just t- chose the middle ground and it was just so boring. Like go <laughs> yeah. one way or the other. Maybe he didn't know what he was doing, bringing them back. Like maybe he didn't realize how dangerous it was or maybe he w- knew how dangerous it was and wanted it because all of the kids in Salem were mean to him growing up and he yeah. wanted revenge. Do something with that, but don't take the middle ground because that's boring.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I totally get that point of view, um, and uh, as, was, much, yeah.
1: as much as I liked him walking around with Billy Butcherson, like it just didn't. I wanted more from that character, and I just didn't yeah. get it.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, and it, it just with, with him and tricking. So the reason why the witches come back is that he gives a remade black flame candle to the like lead teenage girl character in this movie and it's 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 her 16th birthday they've always done this ritual thing her and her two friends they go out to like this place in the woods and they do like a fake witch coven thing and He knows that they do this because they're friends. He gives them this candle, doesn't tell them what it is. Mm -hmm. They light it and bring back the Sanderson sisters. And they're mad at him when they run back. And he's like, oh, good. And like admitting to what he did. And but they're yelling at him like they're evil. And he's like, no, they're just misunderstood. They were ahead of their time. He's not understanding at all what their actual purpose is. Yeah. And I totally, I mean, I really like your idea where like, I it'd be better if he was like, "Yeah, I know, because I'm sick of this town, and you should be too. Yeah. And then the witches turn on him the way that they do. and you could still have him walking around with Billy, getting all of this stuff done because he's tricking him into, you know, helping him. And then at the end, you know, like, I don't know, like, he disappears with the sisters, or he goes to jail, something. I don't know. But it would... It, 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 this movie would have been better with, with a true, clear-cut villain. Yeah. And instead, you get... And again, spoilers are up. You get the Sanderson sisters that are supposed to be, like, evil witches. And the whole point of them coming back is to... Read the spell that gives the main witch ultimate witch powers that would make her like invincible, mm-hmm. and but they don't read the warning on the spell, and she gets the powers, but her sisters go poof because she has. Yeah. This, it's like the soul stone. You 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 have to sacrifice yeah. the thing you love the most for the power, and it's her sisters. And, and even, so then, and yeah. even
1: there, like with the the witch mother played by Hannah Waddingham whose name I looked up (laughs) from Ted (laughs) Lasso, like the implications there is she cast that spell and that's what happened to her. And I would have loved it if, because they tease her coming back the whole time with that crow flying around or Raven or whatever it was like, it would have been great for her to show up in that final moment and like show her like what the cost was. Like if that would have been the reveal. Yeah, to to Winifred, but instead of instead of just making the kids do it, but I don't know. I feel like they I feel like some of the issues like that that I have with this movie are being left to deal with in the third film, because the post credit scene for this sets up a third film.
0: Yeah, no, and so here's my main crux. Here's my main thing that I hate about this movie. Yeah. They do their musical number. I don't care that it's a different song. It can be a different song that she gets the people who are at the Salem Witch, you know, the Salem Halloween festival to mm-hmm. go out and find the mayor for her. So it's a, instead of having the parents dance till they die, the, the town villagers go out and hunt the mayor, but because they're dancing, they're going slow. So the sisters have to like split up to try to find the mayor. And so while they're doing this, um, they look into windows of random mm-hmm. people's apartments and homes. I know where this is going. And the one scares a little kid, and then she screams. Renfred looks into an apartment, and you see the scene from the first movie of the guy dressed up as Satan and his wife with the curlers in her hair yelling at the fireplace mantle.
1: I can tell you exactly why that's in the film, and I don't have. It any shouldn't per- be in the film. I can tell you exactly why it is, though. Why? it's just a, a a tribute to Gary Marshall and Penny Marshall who have both passed away since then. And I believe we're close friends to Batman. So I think it's just a, okay. a nod as a, like, yes, it breaks the universe. If you think about it too much, but I think it's just a, not, a even nice... <laughs> not even
0: too much, even too
1: much. Like <laughs> Re- reality folds in on itself and Hocus Pocus two does not exist. Um, no, it, <sighs> Oh. Like like that took me out of it too But At the same time it's like okay It's just a fun little cutaway Like you don't like There's a complete possibility that In the world of Hocus Pocus That there's another movie with Gary and Penny Marshall Playing a father Or a husband and wife uh, Even though they're brother and sister In real life See, uh, if, and they, they, The exact if, same costumes Like it, it's entirely possible
0: If if it was the only reference, maybe I could look past it, but it's not.
1: What's the other one?
0: The couple that the mayor asks to save his place in line are wearing their costumes. The guy he asks to like save his place in line for the caramel apple is wearing the double costume that the guy was wearing in the first movie. His date, That was there with him is wearing a costume that looks very similar to what the woman wore in that scene
1: i mean i didn't so you've
0: so you've got that going on at the same time
1: i i think the the halloween festival costumes uh, there were a lot of references to the first film in there because there's somebody who dresses madonna uh in the same costume too so i I, that that stuff doesn't bother me as much as, the we're gonna show clips from the first film in this film just for nostalgia's sake.
0: I I I, I can't I it's it, I it, it's 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 too much for me especially especially when you don't do anything with with the original cast if they would have said that like Matt like Max that was the the teenage boy in the first one mm-hmm. right. If they would have said that, like, you know, they're, you know, like, the the, the the mayor says about getting this woman back from Boston to sell her caramel apples, and then someone says something else, and then he were to say, yeah, no, Max, he just went, you know, he wrote a movie uh, about our town, and he just unfortunately couldn't make it back. If they yeah. would have dropped a line to show that, like, he made a movie called Salem Witches or something. Then I could be like, oh, okay, well, that's his experience. He made a movie based off what he, you know, dealt with. And that's what those two guys are watching in their apartment, you know, when she rides by. I mean, th- there are so many ways of doing tribute to, you know, actors that Bette Miller would be friends with in this. Like, p- plaques in the town square. Uh, uh, I mean... May- maybe make them the, you know... Uh, put their pictures up in the high school as the principal and vice principal or something you know like with their actual names and not the character names or something along those lines Mm -hmm. it's just to me something like this like this movie has a feel of of a 90s made for tv disney channel movie
1: and that's pretty much what it is now like disney plus movies are the made for disney channel movies
0: I never uh, liked those movies. I never liked any of them. To be
1: fair, though, a lot of people probably thought that Hocus Pocus, the first one, was one of those movies. Because that's how I was introduced to Hocus Pocus, was Disney Channel. Because that's the only place I ever saw it. I never saw this in theaters. (laughs) I saw it on Disney Channel every Halloween. And then ABC Family or whatever it is now, Freeform. Um, So I think that's... And that's how this movie is going to get made. Like there, the, like, I don't think this would have done well in theaters. I think this was perfect for Disney Plus. That's fine. Um, like, I, if that, I but
0: mean, that's yeah. <laughs> I had other
1: thoughts, and I forget what they were now. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. No, I'm I sorry. <laughs> um. It, oh, I, I it. The I will agree though that the uh, the scene from the first film does feel a little bit space ballsy. Like, yeah. Wait, who's watching us now? Like this, when, <laughs> what, this is now. Like it this just felt now. a little bit like that. Um, yeah. So just looking over the uh, the the trivia for the uh, film on IMDb, uh, there's a story here that I my mom told me. My mom and dad both watched this film twice since it came out. Uh, and my mom, I-, I was talking to my mom today, and she told me a little bit about this. She said, "Yeah, I was w- watching an interview, and I heard this story about Kathy and Jimmy's character and why her her bite lip bite is on the other side." Yeah, and there's a story behind that. Evidently, Kathy and Jimmy was struggling to do it on the other side now, like it was uh-huh. putting her in pain. So there's a moment at the beginning of the film where Winifred slaps her, and it's just on the other side of her face now, <laughs> which I, I think is a great slapstick gag. But evidently, also, Kathy and the Jimmy broke a rib during production of this, uh, and spent like half of production with a broken rib. Ouch! And, yeah, but I couldn't tell. I think she di- gave a great performance, and I cannot wait to see her in Sister Act three. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, did you freeze? Don't freeze on me. I now, might man. have, I might okay. have frozen, yeah. but
0: it's back. Yeah. So we're we're all good. Um, it's just, I heard Sister Act three, and yes, I agree. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Which I don't think I don't think Devin's seen either of those, so I cannot okay. wait to do that double feature. That would um, be interesting.
0: Oh, um, so one thing that since, since we're doing spoilers, the one thing I would like to do, like since since this is what hocus pocus 2 is this is what they gave us this is this is what, what 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 you know we have to work with i would like hocus pocus 3 even though i know that it's probably already you know they whatever they have is finalized and and that's what they're doing and it's whatever i would like just to focus on the new girls the new sisters because this movie ends with with the topic, with, with the word coven being thrown around. So you had the Sanderson sister coven, and now you have these three new girls that are in high school, and they are now three sister witches, pretty much, because yeah. of the main character who actually has powers. Um... And I would like a continuation of their storyline. Um... As long as the one's boyfriend stays in the storyline, because I find him to be hysterical.
1: Oh, I hated that kid. <laughs> I, it like there were moments that he, like he just, I don't know. The whole "you're a witch" storyline just felt like I've seen that play out in Stranger Things this year, and I'm over it. So I
0: understand. I understand. Um, My my thing is that I love the fact how because to be honest, i really wish a lot of people had this realization that he did when when they were oh, like yeah, freshmen yeah. in high school with the whole you know pointing out differences in people and calling them weird is picking on people is yeah. making fun of them and he's just awestruck because he's like I was just trying to make conversation. I have so many people to apologize to.
1: <laughs> I did like that moment, but everything up until then, I was like, "Oh, this kid's so annoying." But I did enjoy that moment. Um, the one thing I do want to like just looking over the trivia here: uh, in the original film, after Max drinks the life potion to save Danny, Winifred looks at him and says, "What a fool to give up thy life for thy sisters." In Hocus Pocus 2, Winifred ultimately gives up her immortal life on Earth as the most powerful witch in order to be reunited with her beloved sisters. So I I guess it's a nice little callback to the first film. Um, Yeah. I I think the third film is going to... If I had to guess, the third film is probably going to be Hannah Waddingham's character coming back and trying to take over Salem and the girls and... Rupert have to bring back the Sandersons to stop her, and I think you can bring in the original cast to help with that as well.
0: I really hope, just just for my own nerves, I really hope that one of them, that one of the kids that come back, is is a producer. And they say that he made a movie, and then yeah. that's where they can write off that scene from. Because I get it; it's touching. If they were friends with Bit Midler, Bit Midler has poll. She's like a god. I get it. You know, if she wants something like that, they're gonna do it. It's it's fine. I just really w- want it to be connected, like to make sense somehow. Yeah, that that's all. <laughs> that's
1: all. So, usually we talk about this stuff at the top of the show, but I wanted to bring it to the attention because we're talking about a sequel to a thing that ended a long time ago and probably weren't going to get a sequel to it, but we're getting one. So I've got two more things that were announced today that are getting sequels. And one of them I'm very excited about the one, one of them I am not. Uh, And Ryan, we're going to play a game where you have to guess which one is which. Okay. All right. The first one is, a sequel to the Rob Schneider film *The Animal*, being directed by Rob Schneider, starring Rob Schneider.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. What's the other one?
1: The other one is *Frasier*, which just re- was just picked up by Paramount Plus for a new season.
0: Okay, so this is tough. This is really tough because my instinct says you love Fraser mm-hmm. and would hate the, the animal one. But at the okay. same time, it's like Frasier is good and you really wouldn't want it to get messed up, you know, by having like it being picked up, you don't want to have it being risked, being ruined. Yeah. But then at the same, and then animal was just so ridiculous that having a sequel come out by the guy who, starred in it might be the most amazing train wreck we've seen in years. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm so actually I'm, I'm just gonna with my gut instrument. You want you're good with Frasier, you don't want animal to happen.
1: Yes. When you tell I me that it. there's more Frasier, I'm like, I'm listening. When you tell <laughs> me there's more animal for, starring Rob Snyder being directed by Rob Schneider, I'm like, no. Yeah. No. Just you know, just no.
0: I would want a sequel to the hot chick before Animal.
1: They did that. It's called Freaky. Have you seen Freaky?
0: Yes, yes, okay. I have, and I and I love Freaky. All right. Did, <laughs> we do, did we do that on <laughs> it's the show? Great. No, we did not. Okay. Uh, 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 Kristen had me watch it. Okay, but yeah, no, yeah. I I absolutely love
1: that one. I I just thought with today talking about Hocus Pocus two, those would be two good things to talk about. Um, before we wrap it up, we're gonna try to start do to do something different here at the end of each show and talk about some. Less than stellar reviews of the thing that we just talked about. So I've got in front of me a bunch of half star reviews for Hocus half po- star half star reviews for Hocus Pocus two. So let's go through a few of these and see what what we think. No talking cat, zero out of ten. Uh, seriously, the dude running the gift shop should have been turned into a cat. I want whatever youth potion Bette Miller is drinking. Definitive proof that the '90s was indeed the best decade um
0: i really hate people saying that i really (laughs) half star
1: i stopped watching after i saw them walking to a walgreens (laughs) half star hopeless focus (laughs) Uh, i'm trying to think what what other ones oh um In ten years we will either be able, we will either look back at this time as a period of misunderstood nostalgic romps or as the worst era of filmmaking in history.
0: <laughs> I partially agree with that yeah. one.
1: <laughs> Peter Griffin once said, What the hell? They let Sarah Jessica Parker on TV and she looks like a foot. <laughs> Half star. Uh, Um, if you enjoy good movies I'd say stay clear of this one if you're a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race season 7 13 14 all stars 2 this film will make you feel mildly perplexed
0: I okay okay speaking of I love the Sanderson sister like uh contest that they walk up on yes and I love the one that um Uh, I love Sarah Jessica Parker's interaction with hers. And I love Bit Midler's interaction with, and I recognize him or her, the drag queen that she interacts with. I recognize them from somewhere and I don't know where, but I absolutely loved it.
1: (laughs) This is the last one I'll read. Uh, This felt like a high school play, but the seniors from the previous year, came back to reply as their roles. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's so good. Uh, we need to start doing that every week. Um,
0: I'm leaving a comment, but I can't read it okay. <laughs> on this show. All right.
1: Um, I think that does it for Hocus Pocus too. I didn't think we'd make it to a full hour just being the two of us talking about this, uh, but I'm glad we did. Um, Ryan, you're, you're the pick next week and you have yeah. you haven't decided what you're going to have us watch yet. Um, well,
0: it's, it's going to be between one of three and, okay. but I, but I need to hear back from Devin, uh, because I, because I'm kind of torn in between a childhood classic that I found out that he's never seen that I really want to make him see because I found out that he absolutely hates the concept of it. And I really want to show it to him. You know what? Um,
1: I, I, I say we just do that one.
0: Okay, yeah. so next week we're going to be doing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang.
1: <laughs> yeah, a film that which I've never is, seen either. So,
0: which is going to be—I mean, I'm—I'm I'm pretty sure Devin's going to be in mortal uh, terror when he hears this. So, I think it fits for Halloween.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the meantime. Hopefully I'll have time to watch that. I have got a busy week ahead of me before. (laughs) Yes. Yes, you do. I, I am signing off for the show here and going to pack my bag for New York comic-con. So when you see or hear me again, I will have stories to tell from New York. uh, Hopefully all good ones. Um, But yeah, it's going to be a good week. Uh, Last year I got to see ghostbusters early. Maybe this year I'll get to see something else early. Who knows? Um definitely be reporting back on uh, Werewolf by Night, the new Marvel short that drops this weekend on <laughs> Disney+. Plus. So in the meantime, uh, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. If you want to see Comic-Con stuff, you can follow me on Instagram, A-Cram, acramm4815. Uh, I'm usually tagged in all of our podcast stuff, so find me there. You can listen to our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. You can follow us on Twitch, subscribe to our YouTube. And Ryan, am I missing anything? I don't think so. Okay. I think that does it. And for (laughs) you have to watch this podcast, I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And we will see you next week.
0: Sisters!